0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of EMS Now and Informa on Tour in Europe 2022. It is Friday night, the end of our second week here in uh, Europe. We have arrived in Germany for a little respite before we hit the road again tomorrow. Um, Today... We visited a very interesting company. Neither Dieter or I really knew much about them, so it was a great opportunity for us to get them know, to know them better. And this was number e- the 11th EMS company out of 15 that we have planned that we toured on this tour. So we have four more to go, all of which will be in Germany. Um. Before I begin, as always, I want, wish to say thank you to our event uh, tour sponsors, those being CalcuQuote, Kojiscan, and Micronix. Um, we thank them for their support in making this tour possible and allowing us to report out on all these many EMS to you. Um, let me tell you what So we met with ProDrive Technologies in Eindhoven, the Netherlands today. At uh, the company we actually were able to meet with, we met with four people. We met with uh, Katja Panke, she's the chief development officer for ProDrive Technologies. We also met with Justin Harwig, he's the technical director, Robert Puha, who's a business development manager, and Marika Ferspick, who is the global marketing manager. Uh, we were able to spend several hours with them. We uh, were able to get a corporate overview from them, ask some questions, and then take a tour uh, to really see the capabilities of the company. And as I think, you will see through our conversation here, we were very, very impressed with the capabilities of this company. Uh, and again, you know, it was a bit of an unknown for both Dita and myself. Knew them by name, but not by capability. So let us tell you about those. Um, so ProDrive Technologies, just brief history. They were founded in 1993 by two gentlemen. They were founded more as an OEM and an ODM at the time. Um, They are privately owned, and the two founders still own a majority of the shares. The employees own uh, some shares, and they also have another large investor. They are, at their core, a development company, Um, and that is what what the uh, foundation of the company was based on. They uh, then developed what they refer to as their CMS, or Contract Manufacturing Services, business about 10 years ago. Um, so it's hard to break out, as we'll explain, some of these numbers. So these reflect the overall ProDrive technologies. They have about 2,200 employees, of which 800 are engineers. And we'll, this we'll touch back on, because that is a real strength of this company. Um, in 2021, they did about three, the corporation as a whole did about $304 million uh, in revenue of which about 40% is considered the CMS side of the business. Uh, Their manufacturing footprint is primarily in the Netherlands, in the Eidhoven kind of campus that we saw, because it's not one facility. It's a series of of facilities in an area that we were able to see several of, not all. Um, They also have manufacturing operation in China and also in the United States in the Boston area. Uh, Industry sector-wise, I think Semicon is really their biggest sector, uh, followed by the automotive sector and then also business and medical, industrial, and the energy infrastructure. Uh, I would say they focus on kind of highly complex um, uh, electronic products, and mostly they do full assembly that really leverages all of the the capabilities of the the corporation as a whole. Dita, an impressive company, the equipment that we saw in this company was mind-boggling. Tell me your impressions.
1: Well, first of all, um, as you said, ProDrive technology has been uh, in the past a black hole for me. Even so, they became a premium sponsor of our work last year Uh, and I got uh, a couple of numbers uh, from them uh, over the last two years when we arrived there we were finally shown uh, their historic uh, financial performance and if you go back to 2013 they were doing 103 million in revenues and over the following eight years on average they grew by 24.4% every year so That is so impressive that I asked this question, what is the secret about it? And I have to admit, the answer I got was quite smart. Uh, They said, you can grow that fast if you have the right customers. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we heard that before. Staying very focused is is something which uh, gives you uh, such a success. Um, And that... uh, Uh, is definitely something which i consider a a very interesting trend but uh, as you said uh, it is such a impressive factory which we saw uh, and you used me as your hard drive um, not just as your driver, uh, but as your hard drive, because you wanted me to store all the information that we saw on the shop floor. Well, that's only
0: because you probably understood the utilization of a lot of this equipment much better than I do. Uh,
1: yes, it might have been the, c- the case, but that uh, it was so much uh, we saw that it was nearly uh, really overflowing, the hard drive uh, I have, uh, and... Uh, Just to to mention a couple of things. Number one, they have uh, 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 a couple of uh, um, equipment to measure um, uh, uh, electromagnetic compatibility, interference, uh, radio interference, noise testing chambers. Um, Then they um, do have uh, even electronic micro Electronic, uh, b microscopes. So, but th-
0: to get let's back up because uh, let's not <laughs> minimize what we saw there. Yeah. We saw those four rooms that we saw that kind of lock and seal where they to what you're talking about that do the measurement in there. I've never been or seen. I, I'm listen. I've seen something like that on TV. I've never seen it in an actual company
1: before well um, it measures the radiation uh, over here in europe for example a company like siemens uh, used to have such equipment when they were still manufacturing things themselves nowadays they have uh, more or less outsourced a lot of uh, electronic manufacturing Mm -hmm. and uh, with the outsourcing they have uh, given up all of this and some of it has been taken over over mm-hmm. here in Germany as well uh, by uh, EMS companies, but it's definitely not something which you uh, uh, can uh, expect in a normal scale.
0: Right, um, and and also fr- from the uh, SMT line perspective, what we saw there, oh my, I mean, we, th- we were impressed the other day when we saw Inline line testing. Inline
1: electrical testing, testing, yes. This
0: time we saw inline flying probe. Yes, well that was one line. One there, much, was, no, uh,
1: no. there was uh, inline electrical testing, the difference to the one we saw uh, uh, the day before was that uh, all these electrical testers were designed and manufactured by ProDrive themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, They do not accept electrical test equipment from the customers. They clearly say they want to do that themselves. Because uh, they think they are the experts and they have to guarantee quality afterwards, so uh, uh, they don't want to start blaming uh, the test equipment of a customer afterwards. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that is a, a very interesting uh, thing. And but on on top of that, you had X-ray, yeah. uh, in line. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, right. Yes. Yeah. It, it was not just AY, uh, and SPI. Um, and electrical testing and flying probe testing. It was X-ray as well, mm-hmm. and it was uh, deep panelization as well. Uh, putting it all in in package box. We saw that as well as the day before as well. But but still, it was very impressive. And it was uh, uh, on eight lines we saw over there, and they have just done a huge extension, a huge uh, additional building which they are building up and will. Uh, host another six new uh, SMD. SM, uh, SMD lines so uh, this we thought when we uh, uh, thought the tour was over we thought we already saw something but then they told us to jump into a car and then they drove us over uh, to another place and there we uh, saw the new built warehouse uh, which was impressive as well and over there we saw a mechanical department we saw uh, and i'm not gonna um, mention the brands of those japanese uh, machines uh, which were um, manufacturing uh, automatic cnc manufacturing of uh, steel and aluminium parts uh, um, and that was more than 10 uh, equipments Mm -hmm. Uh, before not to forget i had seen more than eight uh, plastic injection molding uh, machines uh, with a maximum capacity of up to 800 uh, tons Uh, uh, so she um, and really don't have problems to to uh, uh, to get focused and stay in line here uh, to tell the audience uh, everything they they do, but it is uh, it is not just electronics manufacturing. It's mechatronics, um, and uh, it is they do coil winding and they uh, do not just. Uh, the uh, normal coil winding they to- do do uh, uh, winding as well and more and they do magnetic testing they do uh, linear motors and wow well, I mean, I mean it goes they, on and on right? yes it I goes mean, on it, and it, on we, and it, we are not going to
0: remember everything folks that we saw today because it was I think we both at the end of the tour and running around this campus uh, we just felt overwhelmed, right? Uh, it was just, it was so, so much. Oh, by the way, and also the wafer side,
1: Might... Yes, well, that's maybe due to the fact that they are manufacturing equipments for the yeah. semiconductor industry. Yeah. Uh, And test equipment as well, optical Mm -hmm. testing equipment. Again, I'm not mentioning the Israeli company, uh, which is doing the optical inspection uh, for uh, the semiconductor industry. Uh, But again, that was very, very uh, uh, impressive. Um, And as I said before, most tools are developed in-house. They even make their... um, um, um uh, for the solder paste uh, uh, printing of oh, uh, the screen press the yeah, they the make uh, they make them themselves. say uh, the printing masks themselves is stencil, so I was yeah. looking for the right wording. Yeah. Uh, It is already late, and therefore I'm probably having a problem with the speed of my brain.
0: This is true, and it may be a little bit the red wine that we just started enjoying as well. But listen, the other thing I wanted to mention is we also saw, so if you think in terms of volume, this can go from, because they do very high complex things. They can be kind of, you know, some, 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 but the volumes, even on some of the big semiconductors, was like a thousand a year, right? And then we saw that one line, it was for an automotive client. Yes. And it had, I think, 36 cells. It was
1: 36 cells, each cell equipped with a robot mm-hmm. uh, manufacturing the different, uh, doing the different steps of the mm-hmm. manufacturing and the full 36 uh, uh, different robots. Made a full uh, uh, assembly of a of a product, uh, building uh, a system, and of that, I think it was over
0: four hundred, four hundred thirty, four hundred and fifty thousand units a year. And they're actually we're installing another uh, another line just like it right by it. Exactly,
1: and next to that, as well, we saw. Uh, this huge uh, automatic potting equipment for the uh, big big uh, individual coils they manufacture as well and they have a vacuum impregnation unit there uh, standing as well So. All of that was uh, very, very impressive, and not to forget uh, the their OSAT cap- capabilities and chip-on-board uh, technologies. And they have even started, and that might be interesting for some of the audience as well, they have started uh, to work on... Uh, um, uh, direct copper bonding uh, with uh, putting MOSFETs on, mm-hmm. uh, which are used in the power electronics, and then uh, doing uh, wedge bonding mm-hmm. with uh, strong aluminium uh, um, uh, wires. Uh, all of that uh, they do themselves. Uh, you know, I'm just thinking too.
0: Um, they do all this, and if you, if you, as we went through and. We, we went through many levels of the building. I mean, we were up and down, all over the place. There, it was a heck of a workout, by the way. Um, they also have a strong software team, and that software team. So their ERP and they have all this internally developed. So their ERP, the the MES, all of that. Some of the programs that they have to manage their lines directly are all internally developed by their software and custom-built that
1: way. Well, it starts with their uh, uh, manufacturing execution system as their MES systems, which they uh, have uh, self-developed. But then they have as well, which we were shown as well, uh, what they call a resource and responsibility matrix, which shows you the education, the roles, the competences and the software uh, tools every employee has and they can just uh, uh, look at it and see uh, if they see something which they think isn't wrong, they go on the computer, check who is responsible and you need to have that. If you yeah. were a, a small company with 100, you probably still need uh, know yeah. that. But with their size, you better make sure you have all of that information on, on, the, on the system. And all of this information is uh, is developed by themselves and I get the feeling that that is a general strategy they prefer to develop everything in-house to keep control yeah and it's also within that system you're right quite
0: impressive because it also put the restrictions if you're not allowed to use this particular type of equipment it says it right in there it's in the system you can go to that equipment you won't be able to use it you won't be able to gain access to certain things based on your profile yeah uh, even uh, a
1: simple uh, automatic screwdriver you cannot handle it if the system tells you he has not been trained to use it yeah. exactly
0: yeah. and uh, you know the other thing that struck me as i went through is is a this is highly automated, so low touch, right? And as we walk through and on the lines, you you simply don't see that many people. Now, there's a lot of development stuff going on. So you do absolutely see people. The other thing that struck me on this is, it was a young workforce, right? We saw a, a big issue within the electronics industry, especially with the CMS EMS industry is kind of, uh, it it tends to be an older industry. And it's been a challenge to attract uh, young people to it. But they, as you walk around everywhere, it is a young, energized, workforce because and they have all these tools so it's got to be a cool place to play I asked him about that and he said yeah it's kind of you get the engineers from the schools because this is kind of a a playground for them
1: Uh, oh yes Uh, thank you very much for reminding me of that Eric you're really smart on this one as well because when I walked the floor it reminded me how old I am
0: yeah, that did stand out, Dita. It was pretty apparent, you know. It was, you know, live your life right or you end up like this, right? So, um, you know, we could go on and on. But what I would say, oh, well, the other thing that I would mention that was a little unusual was the roof tour, right? Oh, we yeah. actually went up on the roof of the manufacturing facility, which was several several f- floors up, and and we walked around the outside. And from there, they were pointing out, the various different facilities because they have kind of a, a, a campus strategy there where they bring it all together and they do it that way. So um that was very unique. We took some pictures from up there and it was pretty cool. Bottom line, they are very selective with who they choose to engage with because they want somebody who appreciates what they do, has the right technology they definitely have growth plans ahead, both as an overall corporation and all, and contingent. Well, part of that then is also the success of the CMS division that they've developed. Um, any final thoughts on it, Dieter?
1: Well, I was impressed as well of their uh, their automated transportation systems which they developed themselves. Uh, they call them Broom. Uh, and I uh, suppose it is coming from Broomfeedsen. Uh, which uh, is uh, which means very little to most
0: people listening, but it's an interesting character, and we yeah, saw the you picture. Need to, of you it.
1: need to have been visiting the Netherlands before, yeah. and specifically the North Brabant area. Which, hey, by the way, and 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 you make a good point in closing.
0: We should say something about the cluster and what is Eindhoven, the Netherlands. There is so much there from both an EMS, but also from a Uh, a technology
1: center for
0: that part of the country. Well,
1: it's not by accident that the two biggest uh, EMS company, uh, Newways and ProDrive Technologies, located in uh, the eindhoven area which is a a real technology cluster in the north brabant uh, area and uh, philips already used to be there many years ago and uh, philips has uh, transferred a lot of uh, uh, their business uh, to uh, outsourcing companies Uh, and uh, uh, so today uh, this is, I would nearly go as far to say, this is the brain of the Netherlands.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, there is a cluster there. We didn't get into the sizing of the, the, the EMS industry in the Netherlands and all that, and I won't ask you about that now, but but DITA has committed to providing me for, for a write-up that we'll do subsequent to, the, to our tour once it's completed and I recover from having spent three weeks in a car with DITA. Uh, and, you know, that, I, that he, we will do a write-up of, of our impressions on some of the trends, what we've seen, and within that we'll also, for each of the countries that we visited, DITO will provide some very current data uh, on what uh, the, the size of the of the EMS within that particular industry. And I should say it was very interesting to see, as we were talking in our meeting today with Prodrive, Dita actually updated his slide, and when he came time to, or his database, which fed into a slide that we were doing, uh, uh, that he presented, you know, a short time later, and the revision date on it was today. And he said this was just updated based on the information you gave me. So uh, I, I think again, which is why I'm a big fan of Dita and the work that he does for the industry. Um, And uh, so anyway, we will be presenting some of those information to you in the final write up that we do. Um, What to expect now, folks, we have four EMS to visit in Germany. Um, Dita and I will, uh, this is You know, we're even visiting one Saturday, actually, which is tomorrow. And then we will uh, see two more. We'll see some on Monday. Then we'll end up at Electronica next week. And then the fun really begins. So, uh, Dita, this was a great tour. Um, By the way, how many miles have we driven to date, do you think?
1: Um, We... um... I don't know how many miles we drove yeah, today, but, but uh, we we drove um, this week. We drove uh, about uh, two thousand four hundred kilometers, and if we add uh, about uh, another eight hundred uh, to nine hundred kilometers in Sweden, we are now already, uh, geez, that's difficult. 20, that's Three thousand two hundred. And we're 3, not done 000, yet. Three hundred, and we are not finished yet. Yeah. Uh, When we end the tour in Munich, it's going to be 4,000 kilometers. Yeah.
0: So, um, and I'll just say in closing, uh, and I said it jokingly to Dita the other night, I don't know... Any other two crazy bastards in this industry that would take this on and do this. And so, Dita, I thank you for your friendship. I thank you for your good humor. I thank you for helping to organize all this. And I I, I, I thank you for, for, for going on this adventure with me. I think it's been a great learning experience. Uh, so y'all stay tuned. We'll be coming back at you with more as we continue our journeys. So thank you.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.